Welcome to Mind, Body, and Business, a podcast that explores topics, perspectives, and actionable insight for a strong mind and healthy body, along with empowering conversations to help you handle your business. I'm your host, Maria Moore, and in this episode, we are talking about something that most people I know have struggled with at some point in their life, and that is procrastination. Knowing you got something to do, but doing something else instead. I'm going to give you some insight in this episode about why we procrastinate and specific things that you can do to conquer procrastination in your life. I'm sure I'm going to say some things that resonate with me (laughs) because I go in and out. I have waves of procrastination. Thankfully, I know what to do to achieve things and move the needle in my own life. And I'll be sharing some personal tips and, you know, learning and growing along with you. But before we jump into that, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who has been flooding my DMs about the how we got out of debt episode, Money Mind Sets. I try to do a play on words because, you know, sets in the gym, it's a fitness podcast, money and mind. Hopefully you caught that. But more importantly, hopefully the information in that podcast episode was helpful to you. I had my husband jump in on the conversation and we shared what we did both individually and collectively as a married couple to get out of debt and to really thrive. We talked about how being out of debt has benefited us as a couple and the specific things that we did to get out of debt. And no, it didn't have anything to do with having inside information on cryptocurrency or getting an inheritance or anything that the regular average everyday person doesn't have access to. This is all mindset, discipline and hard work. So if you are really trying to transform your finances, I encourage you to check out that episode. It is episode number 45, Money Mindset, How We Became Debt-Free. And if you loved it, I would appreciate a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, all right? So let's do this mind, body, and business check-in. I have been trying to stay consistent with my mind, body, and business goals, uh, with my body continuing to do my smoothies daily. And I'm trying a new plan to simplify how I'm eating throughout the day. So I'm doing the SSS plan. That's a smoothie in the morning, a solid meal in the afternoon, and a smoothie at night. And I believe this is going to support my schedule when I exercise, when I need energy, sustainability for that midday meal. I'm going to be doing that for the next two weeks and documenting my progress. And I might possibly turn it into a meal plan that I share within my wellness coaching program that I have for women. So that is what I'm focusing on for my body, for my mind. You know what I'm doing for my mind? I'm updating my playlist. I shared that I went to Cuba a couple of weeks ago again for the second time in 2023 because we love Havana so much and it's way easier to travel down to Cuba as of the time of this recording and people may think, but the people, the art, the culture there are absolutely amazing. We went down there for educational purposes to take dance lessons, but we ended up really being able to explore Cuba and all of the wonderful experiences the country has to offer. So on this last trip, we stayed at an Airbnb that was walking distance from a really cool spot where they sold these delicious smoothies. You would think that they would have salsa music blasting everywhere we went. But surprisingly, you know, they have vibes everywhere. Now, they did have salsa music and Latin vibes, but a lot of places were playing like American music, house music. And so while we were sitting there, a song that I had heard a couple of years ago by FKJ is called Go Back Home. 
really vibey song. And I'm sitting there and the weather is nice. It wasn't too hot. We were there early in the morning and they had these little benches outside and I'm sipping on my smoothie and my stomach's feeling good. I had nice rest the day before and it was just vibes and it felt so good. And that moment was a reminder to me of the impact that music has on my mood. So, you know, we all have our favorite songs and I do have a series of songs that I listen to like all the time. But I recently started freshening up my playlist and it's actually given me an inspirational boost. I listen to a certain kind of playlist when I'm cleaning the house. I listen to a certain set of songs when I'm in a creative space. I listen to a certain set of songs when I'm driving to work. I listen to a certain set of songs when I'm out in nature and going for a walk. And so this week I'm being intentional about creating playlists for those different scenarios so that I can make the most of the feeling when I'm in different spaces of creativity, productivity, or just calm and peace. And music does a lot for your mind. You know, there's a quote that says, music is medicine. So I encourage you, if you haven't freshened up your playlist, try that out and see how much it impacts your mood. And if you don't know what songs to add, put some feelers out there. Ask on social media, what are y'all listening to? What's the vibe? The thing that I love about a lot of these streaming services is that you listen to one song that you like and then a series of songs that they believe are aligned with your interest. They just start to play. So I've discovered a lot of artists and music that way as well. But try that out. Freshen up your playlist this week. And then the last thing is for my business. Absolutely nothing for my business. (laughs) I told you on the previous episode that I've been consolidating. I decided to do an evergreen membership portal where I repurpose workouts that I've already recorded. And um, I just update it once a week. I record those workouts on my time and really excited that I hit my revenue goal with that. I have some really great members in that membership program. And it allows me to continue to offer a service in the wellness space while focusing on my self-care goals over the next three months. So that's what I'm doing for my mind, body, and business. What are you doing for your mind, body, and business? Make sure you check in with yourself and you can check in with me on Instagram at mbbpod. We're also on Facebook at mbbpod as well. That is also where you can DM me any questions that you have that you want me to talk about in the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. I have a segment in this podcast called Tell Me More. If you have a question related to self-improvement, fitness, entrepreneurship, finances, whatever is going to contribute to your well-being and that I have specific knowledge on or that I am qualified to answer, I will include that in the podcast. I did have a question from a listener. He was asking, how do you stay disciplined to achieve your goals? Because he actually listened to last week's episode about getting out of debt. And I think that that's an issue for a lot of people, discipline, staying focused, and really sticking to the commitment that you made to yourself. So this is great timing because that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode related to procrastination and conquering that, being more disciplined and being more focused. So listen to this entire episode so that you get all of the gems. So let's start this discussion by identifying what procrastination is. And the reason why I'm doing this as a full podcast episode is you may know already, I am with the Ricky Smiley Morning Show as of this recording. And every Friday, I have a mind, body and business segment. So it's pretty much a super consolidated version of this podcast about 
three to four minutes of a topic related to self-improvement. And so a couple of weeks ago, I did a topic on procrastination and got a lot of DMs, a lot of comments about it, and many people identifying with the fact that they procrastinate. But some people were getting procrastination mixed up with laziness. So let's start by differentiating the two. And the main difference is very basic. Procrastination is an active process. So you are choosing to do something else instead of the task that you know you should be doing. Let's take studying for a big exam as an example. You know that exam is coming up on Friday. It is Tuesday. And you know you need to study in sections, right? Instead of trying to cram everything in the night before. But instead of studying for about an hour to 90 minutes on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, you know, you're working on your budget or you picked up an extra shift at your job. Maybe you heard about a new TV series and you want to start watching it and get caught up with all of your homies. So many of us have examples of that in our lives. I go through that at least once or twice a month, knowing that that closet (laughs) looks like it has vomited clothes from three years ago and laundry and hangers and shoes. And I'm walking by and looking at it like, oh, no, I really need to clean this up. But then I'm like, you know, let me organize my makeup instead. Let me work on my budget. Let me set up a meeting and uh, see if this person is interested in partnering with me on this project. So in my mind, I try to trick myself into saying, well, you were productive today, Maria, but I did not do the thing that I intended to do. So that's an example of procrastination. Choosing is an active process. So you're saying I am going to do things but not the thing I'm supposed to do. Now, on the flip side, laziness suggests apathy, inactivity, and unwillingness to act. So this is really close to the book definition. This is you just laying around, not doing anything at all. So be careful with your words because sometimes we take on the label of, oh, I'm just lazy. But more than likely, you're probably just procrastinating. So now that we know the difference between procrastination and laziness, Let's look at the root of it. And it's so interesting. I don't know about you, but have you ever been on social media and maybe a few minutes before that you were having a conversation with someone about red hats? Then all of a sudden you get on Facebook and an ad for red hats comes up and you're like, what is going on? Or you shoot an email to somebody and you're asking them, hey, what time does XYZ concert start on Friday? And then you go on Instagram and you see an ad for that concert. Sometimes it's helpful, but overall, it's like, man, you know, y'all really spying. Um, But this was the case for me in procrastination. All of a sudden, I see this article on CNN.com about procrastination. And it was talking about the differences between laziness and procrastination, just like I spoke about a few moments ago. But it mainly talked about how important it is to explore why you are procrastinating. And I thought it was really important to start here before I give you the tips to conquer procrastination because you really need to examine the root of the problem. This article talked about three different types of procrastinators, a perfectionist, a dreamer, and a defier. So I want to go through each one. And as I'm giving you the characteristics of each type of procrastinator, you can determine which one you best identify with. So let's start with the perfectionist. I literally had a conversation with one of my colleagues at the gym about being a perfectionist. So I'm going to use her story. An amazing woman, super fit, and she just has a great spirit. And we've been talking a lot about her expanding 
her brand beyond the gym and doing more on social media. And she has a great, clean, professional Instagram page. Great photography. I'm talking about makeup and lighting. I mean, they look like photos that could be in a magazine. But I know another side of her. I know the sweaty side, the side that's motivating clients. And I don't see that on her social media. And I was telling her, man, you know, that could really offer you the opportunity to get more partnerships because a lot of these companies like to see those intimate connections that influencers are making with their followers. And you can guess what she said back to me. She said, well, you know, I just really like the content on my page to look a certain way. But because she is so focused on being perfect, it has cost her connections that she could have been making in between posts. So me, I think everyone is a superhero. If you meet me in person and tell me what you're passionate about or what you want to do in life, I am going to walk circles around you and tell you how dope you are and that you can do it. I am just that type of person. I get excited for other people. And I was just really trying to help her um, just look beyond things being perfect. And I wanted her to understand what made her special. It wasn't the fact that she was pretty or that these photos look super professional and like they could be straight out of a magazine but it was her passion for people her realness how genuine and authentic she is and I was explaining to her people just need to see that it doesn't need to be perfect many people are faced with this challenge because they want everything to be lined up everything to be super perfect before they take action so what if a big sports company is looking for an influencer and they come across her page and they say, oh, my gosh, these photos are amazing. She's really fit. Um, she looks like she knows what she's doing. But, man, oh, her engagement is really low. She only posts twice a month. When there were all of these other sides of her that she didn't share because she wanted it to be perfect on Instagram. So after I had that pep talk with her, she's like, all right, Marie, I'm ready. Email me some information. I'm going to put a content calendar together and I'm going to step out there. But perfectionism can build a wall between you and your dream. When I started my wellness program, I could have waited to design a website. I could have waited to have a really dope logo. I could have waited to get multiple certifications, but I started with what I had. You have to take action with what you have in the moment. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, I'll give you a 20 second version of how I started my company. But I basically finished a bodybuilding competition, did a feature on Ricky Smiley. A bunch of people hit me up and was like, how did you do it? Do you have a wellness program? And I didn't, but I threw together what I had. I threw together my workout routine that was just typed out on paper. I put together a Facebook group and I created a newsletter. And that is how my whole program started. So here I am six years later, multiple six figures that I've made in a side hustle, something that I am doing on the internet is because I took action. I did not wait for things to be perfect. If some of the things that I'm saying, these characteristics of a perfectionist resonates with you and you have been procrastinating because you've been waiting to file your LLC, you've been waiting to get that domain name, you don't have to wait for everything to be perfect to get started. And if you do wait, that can lead to the undoing of the dream. It can lead to you never manifesting that goal. So if after hearing this, you feel like you might be that perfectionist, 
challenge the beliefs and the standards that things have to be perfect because it is unrealistic. Avoid that all or nothing type of thinking and give yourself a time limit to complete a task instead. All right. Most times everything isn't perfect. Everything doesn't line up. And that's not just with business, whether you're thinking about getting married or having kids or setting a timeline to uh, lose weight. Things happen in between, but it's all about making progress along the way. So the next type of procrastinator that is described in this article um, really makes me think of several people I know. It's called the dreamer. So these are the people whose heads are in the clouds, who are waiting for that magical moment. The exact line from the article says, dreamers think of themselves as people for whom fate will intervene, making proactive hard work and efficiency appear unnecessary. And oftentimes we can turn into dreamers by looking at things that other people have achieved and just waiting for the magical moment for that type of success to land in our laps. Now, even though the dreamer is waiting for that magical moment, they do want something better in life. But it's really important to differentiate between dreams and goals. Because when you have a dream that is equivalent to an incredible accomplishment, The approach is more like, you know what, that would be nice. Or maybe one day it could happen for me soon. But goals are more intentional. You know, um, it talks about goals and having those six questions. What, when, where, who, why and how. There's a very specific strategy to get things done. So if you are a dreamer, if you find yourself twiddling your thumbs and saying one day it's going to happen for me and you're constantly inspired by other people, but you're not actually making moves and taking action toward that goal, you may end up in the same spot next year that you're in now. So for my dreamers out there, try to write your plans into a timeline, specifying each step. Don't just focus on the goal, focus on the actions required to achieve the goal. And you'll be so proud of yourself because each day, each week, each month, you'll see yourself getting closer and closer to that thing you want to achieve. The last type of procrastinator described in this article is the defier. And if you have ever had a nine to five or somebody giving you instruction, which pretty much all of us have had because we've had parents, this probably applies to you or you can relate. Uh, People with defiant procrastination, they sometimes view life in terms of what other people expect them or require them to do. And so they feel like, well, this is not by choice. So naturally you're going to procrastinate. Why? Because you may have a lot of pride like many of us and you don't like being told what to do um, or you have a pessimistic attitude and that totally zaps your motivation to complete the task. I think a lot of people are defiant about weight loss. Of course, we know that being in shape and not being skinny or being thin, but being at a healthy weight is good for our overall health. Many people who are obese or have some type of weight issue can tell you that that condition has somehow affected their quality of life, right? But it doesn't feel good when somebody's constantly telling you, you need to lose weight, whether it's your mama, your doctor, your spouse, you wanna feel like you are in control of that choice. Even though you know it's something that you need to do, you don't like people taking that choice away from you. And I acknowledge it can be very difficult to confront the person that is trying to persuade or require you to do something that doesn't sit well with you. But it's really important that you try your best to have that conversation. Now, in some settings, especially professional settings, it can be difficult 
to have that conversation, especially with your manager. But if it's someone personal, someone that you love, find a moment in time to have that conversation and express yourself in the way the pressure of that expectation is making you feel. If you identify with being a defier, here's another strategy. Do your best to find a personal connection with the goal or the task. And I'll stick with this whole weight loss thing. You know, maybe you need to lose weight or you need to make some improvements to the way that you eat. Um, You know, maybe you need to stretch more. Your doctor is telling you that you need more rest or you need to eat more vegetables. Don't just focus on how boring or challenging taking that action might be. Focus on how it will benefit your life. Even though you didn't choose a task, there are ways to get excited about a project that you've been assigned by a job because it benefits you because you're learning a new skill. You're learning how to work with a team. Perhaps you are expanding your creativity. That all benefits you in the long run. So if you are a defier, if you feel like some of the characteristics of a defier are aligned with what you're experiencing, number one, trying to have a conversation with the person who is Forcing this task on you could be helpful. And then also making it personal to you, understanding how taking action can benefit you. And again, I'm always going to go back to breaking down the task. What can you do this hour? What can you do today, even if it's one thing? Because if 10 things are required for you to get to the goal, if you do one thing every day, you're eventually going to get there. And let me give you this disclaimer, because even though I'm telling you very practical ways to overcome procrastination, I know that people feel differently. Not everyone has my experience, my support system, my mindset. So you have to be very kind with yourself, uh, because just like working on anxiety or any other emotional or mental health issue, procrastination, you know, addressing it can be very challenging, especially if there's deep-rooted issues, maybe some things that go back to your childhood. So I'm going to give you some more practical tips to overcome procrastination. But if you feel like it's an ongoing thing for you, reach out to a therapist, talk to a professional about it. I go to therapy twice a month and it has been life-changing for me because my therapist has really helped me understand how my brain works. Sometimes I think in black and white and um, how I perceive things that aren't there sometimes and what those interpretations are connected to. You know, I think that there's still this stigma related to going to therapy and getting help with your emotional and mental health issues. And it's just like going to get your teeth clean or going for your annual checkup. You know, making sure that you are well mentally and emotionally can benefit all areas of your life. All right, so think about that. If you still find the struggle after you have taken these practical steps to overcome procrastination. All right, so I'm gonna run down three more things that you can do to conquer procrastination. But after me describing the perfectionist, the dreamer, and the defier, you still are not sure if you're a procrastinator. Here are some signs. You may be procrastinating if you fill your day with low-priority tasks. If you leave an item on your to-do list for a long time, even though it's important. If you read emails several times over without making a decision on what to do with them. If you start a high-priority task and then go off to make coffee. Oops. Guilty if you fill your time with unimportant tasks that other people tell you to do as opposed to getting on with the important task already on your list. And 
this is a big one. I think everyone or most people have felt this at some time. You may be procrastinating if you wait to be in the right mood or wait for the right time to tackle a task. So let's admit it. Uh, maybe at least once in our lives, even if for two minutes we have procrastinated or have experienced one or all of the things on this list. So uh, here are some things that you can do. And this is one, two, three actionable insight because that's what we like to do in this podcast. Uh, tackle your hardest task at your peak times. This helped me out a lot. Um, taking care of that really important thing for me, when I think about peak times, that's first thing in the morning. Ask yourself, do I work better in the morning? When am I most creative? When am I most focused? Identify when you are most effective and do the task that you find most difficult at these times. Because often what we do is we give ourselves credit for being productive throughout the day. We fill up our list of things to do and be like, all right, well, I did 12 things, but I haven't done that most important thing yet but then you wait till the end of the day your energy is zapped you are unmotivated uninterested uninspired and that task gets pushed to the next day and the next week and the next month and you know how that cycle goes and one thing that I want to tell you about peak times of day you really have to know yourself you hear and you see a lot of blueprints a lot of experts giving you advice on what to do and how to do it and oftentimes it's great advice, but also oftentimes it doesn't apply to everyone. Some people work better sitting at a kitchen table when you're told, no, you need to be in an office in a certain type of setting. Some people work better without music or with music. Some people work better late at night. Some people are night owls and they sleep during different times of the day. When it comes to fitness, I have found this as a personal trainer and fitness nutritionist. You know, not all meal plans work for all bodies. So you have to explore what works best for you. What is your peak time? Is it first thing in the morning? Is it in the midday after you've taken a 20 minute nap? Is it at night when your environment is calm and the kids are asleep? Figure out what that time is and get that important task done. The next thing is set time bound goals. Listen, it has got to have a deadline. Just like we have deadlines for like, okay, I keep going to losing weight because this is a fitness podcast or maybe gaining muscle or, you know, lifting a certain amount of weight by a certain time, right? You're going to give yourself four weeks to achieve this goal, two weeks, two months, three months, a year, whatever. Those are time bound. And it's really important that the things on your task list are time bound. For example, I am going to start on the first five pages of my business proposal today. So that is a task and it's on your list. But to be more specific and more time bound, you could transform that goal to look more like I am going to complete five pages of my business proposal by 3 p.m. You see how that feels different? So around one o'clock, you're like, all right, you know, I need to start getting to it. So you have time-bound goals that may be daily, weekly, or monthly, but also hourly. So set yourself time-bound goals because when you set those specific deadlines to complete a task, it'll keep you on track to achieve that bigger goal. And it will mean that you have no time to procrastinate. The last thing, and I think is really important because I truly believe in the power of support, of community. It could be one person, it could be 10 people, it could be a colleague, it could be a coworker, it could be your daughter. My daughter sometimes holds me accountable. Um, ask someone to check 
up on you. And I'm not saying go on social media and tell everybody what your goal is or, you know, make an announcement in front of all of your colleagues or send out a mass email. But talk to that person who, you know, sincerely cares about you and wants to see you win. Peer pressure works. Good peer pressure, right? From people who love and care about you. This is really the principle behind self-help groups. If you don't have anyone to ask, you can try to join an online community. I have made some of the closest friends of my life on the internet. Now you gotta be careful because there's this some, some folks, some strange folks out there, but you can hang out and feel people out. You know, you can start slow um, or you can just make it in an open forum within a group that's very specific to the goal that you're trying to achieve. So if you are trying to transform your finances or you're trying to get better at promoting yourself on social media, find those specific pockets of interest and try to join a support group. Hey, I don't care if you shoot me a DM. I'll be your friend. Tell me about your goal and I'll set a reminder to check in on you. All right. At MBB pod on Instagram, you can add a comment under one of the posts or you can shoot me a DM. So quick recap, tackle the hardest task at your peak times, set yourself time bound goals. And I'm talking specifically here, hourly goals for your daily tasks and ask someone to check up on you. Speaking of someone checking up on you, it's also important that you check in with yourself, especially when it comes to your physical well-being, right? You want to make sure that you are focused, feeling good, because the way you feel impacts so many other areas of your life. So we must do all that we can to stay healthy, right? One way to be proactive is by addressing health concerns, especially those common ones that tend to come up. Find quick and affordable over-the-counter medicines for your entire family at your local Walmart. Yes, health concerns like obesity, respiratory issues, allergies, the flu, and so many in between are important to be aware of. Now, the good news is Walmart is here to help address common health concerns in a cost and time-effective way to get the health solutions you and your family need. I have a huge family. There are six of us. So this is a game changer for me. Now, when it comes to my body and the bodies of the ones I love, proactively managing my family's health and wellness is a top priority, no doubt. I love the convenience of being able to buy high quality over-the-counter offerings from private labels such as Equate and Spring Valley while I'm on my grocery run at Walmart. And I've made it pretty clear in this podcast that I'm also down for a deal and looking for ways to save money. So if this sounds like you, You'll be glad to know that Walmart also has national brands you can afford. I know there's so many people struggling to make ends meet, so this can be a lifesaver for people who are uninsured or underinsured and need access to affordable medications. Having your health and wellness needs met during your next grocery trip makes life easier. Welcome to your value provider. Welcome to your Walmart. So excited that I get to share that message here on the Mind, Body, and Business podcast. With that said, it's a wrap for this episode. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at MBBPod, M-B-B-P-O-D, all right? As always, I enjoyed this time with you. Truly appreciate your ear and look forward to another empowering conversation on the next episode. Take care.